Hey guys, welcome into the Defectives, a podcast about two alcoholic maniacs who now live their lives by a set of spiritual principles. Um, we're here to share our stories with you, our experiences, and um, yeah, hope you enjoy. Hope you stick around. Hey everyone, welcome to The Defectives. I'm Darren here with my man Ryan. Just a couple guys sharing our journey into spirituality. Uh, let's get this thing started. So Ryan, What's when, up? Is, when is the first time you remember thinking about quote-unquote God? Um, probably, probably church growing up. Like My mom was a CCD teacher, you know, so I was raised in it. I was raised Sunday school, St. Catharines, um, every Sunday. 7 a.m. CCD, 8 a.m. Mass. Um, but, like, God was, like, the Easter Bunny or something, you know? God was, like, Santa Claus. Um, we'd, like, we'd say our prayers and shit at night. Really? Yeah, we'd sing, like, Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep, <laughs> like that prayer, you know? Nice. Um, but, like, my first, like, thinking now, like, my actual, like, right now, what's my memory of it? Like, mm-hmm. my memory of it is what... That cross street up there, park, I remember walking down, and I had just started cursing. So I was like, <laughs> I was in like third grade. And um, like, whatever, second grade, I was young. And like, I was saying, fuck. And I was like, I'm in so much trouble. Like, I'm going to hell. Right? <laughs> so my first thought yeah. of God was like, I'm in so much trouble. I'm, I'm going to hell. And I was like, apologizing. Because, you know, uh, confession. Yeah. I made my confession in, like, communion, so, like, second mm-hmm. grade. Yeah. So, my first, like, right now, memory of God was, like, being scared of it. Scared of him, the old white man in the in the cloud, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, I mean, I went, it's funny. I went to Catholic school. Um, Get that a little closer. I think just pull it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to Catholic school, um, starting in fourth grade. After uh, I got kicked, not kicked out. My parents, I'd gotten in some trouble at the end of third grade, so they removed me and sent me to uh, St. Philip's, which was a couple towns over. Um, it was funny. I always where thought, was this? This was in state? Camp Springs, Maryland. So, so what was the so? You got, um, you got kicked out of where? Uh, Francis T. Evans, which was the local public school, uh, the local elementary public school, which was right around the corner from my house. Okay. Yeah, Clinton. Um, And then he went to? I went to St. Philip's Catholic, which was a um, kindergarten through eighth grade, I think. A couple towns over in Camp Springs, Maryland. So that was a little bit of a drive. And I'd always thought, it's funny, because uh, I always thought that the reason why I got sent to that school was because of that kid getting into that little disagreement. We, like, got into a wrestling match, and I got stabbed by a pencil in his back pocket. And 
You got snapped. stabbed there. You got I stabbed. did. Got stabbed <laughs> me in my leg. Snapped the lead off inside of my leg. It was just goofy stuff, but I always blamed that kid. Until um, a couple of years ago when my sister told me that the reason why I went to that school, they transferred me out, uh, was they wanted me to be in school with her for a little bit. Because huh. she had started going there. Um, then I was always interesting. But I got there. Um, I didn't really, I can't, you know, it's funny. I can't really consciously remember thinking mm-hmm. about God. Yeah. But, I mean, I did the altar boy thing for a, a minute. You know, they wanted you to, like, memorize stuff, like uh-huh. the Lord's Prayer, and, and, and say it in front of the priest before you could do certain things. And uh, I wasn't doing that. Um, I was, you know, I was, I was a public school kid here. You know, I was kind of acting up, and I was the leader of their soccer team. You know, so it was kind of, but I played off for a little bit. And then, um, you know, we went to church on Sundays. Um, so I would go to church on Fridays with the school, church on Sundays. Um, all I remember looking back on it was this thing didn't seem to really like me. Yeah. Um, Hate it. Yeah. 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 I mean, there were some things that had already happened to me at that point that seemed weird. Um, didn't seem right. Um, buddy of mine, uh, his cousin had gotten, uh, gotten run over purposefully on by a car. You know, we were young. I don't know, maybe 11. Purposefully? Yeah. Like the dude thought something had gone down. It was like one of these neighborhood guys that was just off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and they had gone over to approach him to talk to him because they thought they knew him and then they realized they didn't know him and they kind of recognized who he was from their neighborhood and that he wasn't a good dude and they tried to go across the street and he came around out of the stoplight came around the corner and kind of drifted he says it was some alignment issues uh, but he ran them over uh, he ran the one kid over kid would later die and um i started having thoughts you know, at that point, like this, this doesn't seem right. Like this doesn't seem like what y'all are talking about in this school that I'm going to. Doesn't line up yeah. with what I'm experiencing. Uh, you know, and then I go off to uh, all boys Catholic high school, Damatha, over in Hyattsville, Maryland. Right. Um, that was, and that was get just more, more continuation of what y'all are saying doesn't look like what I'm living or experiencing yeah. in life. Y'all are talking some stuff about this God thing that sounds kind of like nice and joyous. Yeah. Right? I, I'm not experiencing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think, like, I I just like going to church for that. Like, we went to the children's mass, and, like, they told stories. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like the stories that this old priest, Father Eric, told. Like, he would come up, like, grab the mic, old G. Like, old G priest, <laughs> yeah. and like I would just love hearing him tell stories, um. But like that kind of all went out the window, um. Like when I was like twelve, mm. so when I was twelve, like my parents got divorced, and like right around the same time, my neighbor Justin died, mm. and that yeah. was where like. Um, like you were saying, like, this shit is not lining up, man. Like, what kind of, dude, like, what is God doing? Yeah. Right? So, hmm. like, I don't, I don't fuck with this guy. I don't. 
Because, um, like, if this is what... You know, first of all, I hated waking up early on Sunday. So, like, already <laughs> one strike. Like, seriously, I yeah. was, you know, one strike. And then, you know, you get some big experiences in your life like that. And, you know, I got this angry version of God. So it's like, oh, you suck. Like, your parents got divorced. That's your fault. As a 12-year-old. Yeah. And then you see a kid in second grade die of brain tumor. Yeah. I don't like this guy. Mm. So I don't, I have, like, no use for this guy. I'm going to finish out CCD in the, what, 14? What's that? Seventh grade, eighth grade? I think it was, like, eighth grade. Yeah. Make my confirmation. Yeah. And it was, like, a family thing like if you finish and you don't want to go to church you don't have to go to church it's like i'm never going to church again <laughs> ever, ever. Yeah. like i hate this already so by the time i was so in like the span of like three years um god like the term god like like the term god right um even up to last year it just like immediately the wall was up yeah. done I, we're not even talking about that yeah. i have absolutely no use for that in my life he doesn't help me mm. at all so what like what am i doing it's a waste of time yeah. it's like believing in santa claus <laughs> it's like same thing like easter yeah. bunny santa claus yeah, yeah. tooth fairy god they're now they're all they were always the same people and like when i stopped believing in like santa and like this fairy dust yeah. stuff god went too because what i'm looking at is a real cold world Absolutely, I, uh, you know it's it's interesting because the the middle school and the high school are very similar. Right, I still going to church on Fridays, the school still going to church on Sundays with the family, um, but I'm starting to take some actions that are removing me from any sort of concept of spiritual let's say in my life did you like did you like going to church like did you get like peaceful there or anything like did you like being there or was I, it... I don't know if i got peaceful i mean i could get down with some of it um but usually it was like i was just waiting for the homily to come about so that i knew how much time was left same I, I was yes. about to there was about 15, was like 15 minutes, minutes left <laughs> <laughs> yeah. countdowns on. i knew we were close we're almost out you know? yep we had a cool priest. I wish I could remember his name. It blew me away that you knew that father's name when you said it. Um, yeah. I wish I could remember this one. We had one that was really cool, laid back dude. Um, and whenever he would do the homily, I'd be cool. I'd be like, okay, church is going to be good today. And then we had this more militant, military style guy. And I knew that it was going to be that stuff that I didn't want to hear. Um, it was, I could look at the two of them. Like almost like the the way the Bible was broken down, right? Old Testament, real angry shit goes on in there. Um, Is that you or me? I think that's me. Yeah. Um, and it's real angry, right? It sounded it was very. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, I mean, the new New Testament is very gentle, right? There's a lot of ideas about what Jesus is supposed to look like. The the this love, the the gospels, and all these things. You know, I'm no Bible expert at, at all, but I know enough that I remember that the Old Testament seemed an angry, violent, you yeah. know, like end of the world type of shit. Um, and that's how these two dudes lined up, right? I felt like the one dude would come in and he would talk 
this Old Testament style. And then you would have this other guy come sometimes, and he would talk this real gentle thing. And I could get down with what he was saying. Um, but this was that's also... So I had the same thing. Yeah. No, I don't need to cut you off. Oh, that's uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had a... Uh, and the name. His name uh, was a hyphenated last name. But it was BJ. Mm. So this is how much respect I have for the church. When I was like 13... My mom was driving us to church. We went and got my cousin, and I was like, "Who's who's the priest today, or whatever? Right. Who's who's doing mass, whatever?" And she said his name, and I was like, "And my brother was like, oh, Father BJ.'" I was like, "Yeah, Father Blowjob." And my mom, <laughs> my mom heard me. Yeah, oh, I got in trouble. <laughs> Sign of things to come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, no. I mean, it's, it's funny. I think there's a lot of us out there, no matter where, that have had these experiences. Um, where maybe at some point I could have had a, uh, a better, nicer view of this thing, and probably did. Um, I can remember dressing up, you know, for Easter Mass mm-hmm. when I was young, and there's a photo out there somewhere of me um, dressed up, holding this three-foot bunny, uh, stuffed bunny that I won in, uh, I don't know, some sort of raffle, right, and... Uh, Wait, you it, you got dressed up as a bunny? Like no, 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 no. Oh, I was gonna say like a Christmas story, no. like Ralphie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was like, oh, we were like the three piece suit style oh, going yeah. to Easter Mass, and uh, we had stopped off somewhere like the little local market and put. Uh, and I ended up winning this little three foot pink bunny rabbit. Mm. And, uh, so they were taking a picture of me. I can remember being really happy about all this. Like I kind of associated, but I was young. I was way young. And I'm not sure I could ever get a grasp of God. You mentioned a uh, white dude, right? Whenever I've shared before, you know, that's what I got. I got this old white dude with the beard and the staff and the robes. And uh, he don't look real happy. Um, mm. right? He just doesn't look happy. And I don't know if he looks happy for other people, but he certainly doesn't look happy for me. Um, and even in high school where um, the the school was a little bit, they were trinitarian which brought about a little different aspect I, w- I would still have issues with the with the brothers or the priests or whatever they were called in that school um you know they uh they wanted us to act a certain way um i don't, don't want to act that way yeah and they were uh you know there was a few though right there's always one or two that seem to get a little better grasp of what it's like trying to deal with someone who may not get down with your idea and they could talk to you on a little bit more of uh, an even keel instead of trying to hit you over the head with the Bible. Um, you know, I had a father that was that was raised going to Catholic schools when they were doing Latin, and he was an altar boy. You know, here we are doing this Sunday Mass, dressing our best, and uh, that ain't what it looks like at home. You know, that's not what it looks like in the neighborhoods. And that certainly doesn't look like it doesn't look like that on the weekends. Is what we were doing. Yeah. More like smoking PCP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having spiritual experiences here, man. Um, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, that, yeah. That, that was what I was confused yeah. by. We yeah. go into church, people act a certain way. We leave church, people act a certain way. I'm in other people's houses, they ain't acting right. You know, doing things that are illegal, you know. Um, so I don't get it. So I just think y'all are over here with the crutch. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Talk to them. That's exactly what I thought it was crutch for weak people um who couldn't handle life and by the time i got to high school um 
you know, I was done. Like, I was done, dude. I wasn't, there was no God in my life anymore. No religion, no, you know, CCD, no church, no nothing. I would go, uh, like, for Christmas and, you know, holidays and shit. But yeah. that was about it. Um, but, yeah, that, uh, I lost my train of thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, no, that's what I was going to say, because I was you're talking about your father. Like, my father would print out, um, he would go on, like, this website and print out, um, when we all stopped going to, like, CCD, like, everybody just stopped going at one point, I think. I probably don't remember that right, but he would, you know, because when my parents were divorced, we would go over to his house on the weekend, and he would print out these stories that would, like, relate to us, that he would think would relate to us, and we would sit at his house Sunday morning, and he would, like, read. Like Jonah, <laughs> Jonah's Ark or whatever, and I was just like, dude, like I can't. I mean, they're trying. Yeah, you yeah. know, they're trying. They were raised that way. I think they were raised Catholic, raised Christian. Yeah. Um, old school. Like my dad went to, you know, nuns beating them over to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Catholic Rulers school. So they were raised that knuckles. way, and I think that was just yeah. what they tried to do with us. And it was just like, we are. Not, I I don't know about my brothers. But I was I was done. Yeah. Done. So. Like, literally done. No, not even, like, no thoughts. I mean, the thoughts, like, weaned off, right? Like, it was, like, because I used to have, like, this God conscious, right? I used to have this, oh, what's God going to think about this? Yeah, yeah. You know? And then that slowly just died. Like, it slowly weaned off to the point where I did not think about that anymore. And it was just, I'm the master of my own destiny. Right? I, I can choose which way i go in this life don't matter i got free will yeah so i'm gonna choose to go left i'm going left like it's all on me you know and if i fuck up it's all on me i think is where self-pity came in down the road you know yeah Yeah. i would think (laughs) yeah so by high school by college done i just had a i just had a flashback i uh i remember my, my mom was a different she she wasn't catholic um I don't remember what she was, Lutheran or one of the other Christian sects. And uh, we used to go to this little, um, kind of like a makeshift church. It was in like this uh, house that had been converted. And uh, they had they had their little version of the Boy Scouts. I just had that little flashback there. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was, my, I think that might even have been earlier than, uh, that might have been my exposure pre uh catholic school you know i think we went i'm pretty sure like all the the sacraments were done and all that even before going to catholic school um you know i think that was a part of our stuff our our family um you know but it's man it just did not stick like i don't have memories of it being like oh okay yeah yeah i can remember going to christmas eve mass at midnight you know, little things like that. Right. I can remember what it was like going to the churches that I went to. Um, I don't remember sitting in there contemplating a lot. So when did that all stop? Man, I, don't, I don't know. I'm guessing probably very early uh, since I started doing drugs so early. I'm guessing that probably um, it either evaporated my memories or it replaced not the memories. I mean, like, when did you stop going to church? Oh, when oh, you stopped, when, I don't know. I, yeah, well, I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here trying to. 
Um, you remember when you forgot things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing solid end of high school. Uh, because okay. Yeah. But because we still had to go to church in school. Okay. Uh, we had to walk down uh, on Fridays, even when you were a senior. Um, but after that, it was, uh, there might be some special occasions. Uh, but I left to go away to school. When I yeah. got back, my parents really weren't doing that thing. Um, and they certainly weren't going to, you know, impose it upon me, um, sporadically, maybe some, uh, family stuff would happen or maybe a funeral, you know, I might grace the presence of a church that way. Um, maybe when my sister got married, you know, where they had like the full service Mm -hmm. inside Mm -hmm. the church, um, you know, but I remember. I remember when I got out of rehab uh, and I got back to, uh, to my parents' house down near Ocean City, Maryland. And, uh, I had this thought. And, uh, it was, hey, Mom, can we go to church? Because I knew that she had been going to this church. You know, my dad had stopped, I'm guessing, quite a long time ago. Uh, but my mom still was doing her little thing, you know. That, that thing that just always annoyed me about religion and nothing against her. You know, yeah. She was doing what she was doing, but it made me think about the things that I used to see, and that is, is I want to read this book, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to do it, right? And um, and that's what I thought of religious people. Y'all just want to talk. Y'all don't want to do nothing, because I see y'all. I see y'all outside. I see how y'all act. Um, but something changed in rehab, and um, I remember asking her, hey, you want to go to church? And we did. It was really cool. She was so excited. You know, that was probably her first thought of, holy shit, maybe this, maybe this kid is going to change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I remember, you know, so throughout my, you know, dude, I I was sitting that dredge all day at work, right? Throughout my twenties, after college, you know, after I fell out of college, come home, work, like now there's definite, like God is dead, dude. It's not even a thought anymore. Yeah. There There is no. No. Like it's a fact that there is no God to me. Um, and then you know the drinking escalates, and like even in my foxhole prayers, like I'm not, I wasn't praying, like I wasn't. There were no foxhole prayers. Yeah, like there were none. Yeah, it was. It was always like, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to get myself out of this? Like that was praying, you know, if I, that's a prayer, I'm praying to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like how, how are we going to, how am I going to manipulate everybody? How am I going to spin this so that I'm the man and that like I'm in control still. And I would always have that wiggle room and I would always find my way out. Like no matter who I had to step over, no matter what I would get out of it. And there was no God. And I would act, go the other way. I would go on YouTube at work and look up like Neil deGrasse Tyson or like these astrophysicists explaining science, right? And like science, if science can't prove it, then it ain't there, right? And then you got like these brilliant genius guys who are atheists. I'm listening to them and that's what I'm feeding myself for 10 hours a day in a YouTube wormhole. <laughs> And it's cemented. And now I got facts. And a hangover, don't forget. Oh, yeah. Dying, withdrawn, <laughs> shaken in the middle of a lake in a five by nine, yeah. you know, cabin. And I got 
you know, now I got facts to back up my argument. Facts in quotations. Yeah, yeah. You know, so by the time I get to rehab and I see shit on the wall saying God, mm. I immediately know where I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to those meetings. <laughs> no. Miss me with that. That's for the weak people. You know, I'm different. I know what I'm doing. So what changed in, in rehab? Just get, well, you know. I mean, the, you know, the, the funny thing was is I don't know that I ever thought about all these things that had happened throughout my life as being God so much doing these things wrong. Like later on as the drinking and drugging was just, you know, way, way out of control. And that, that was early, you know, from the 20s on, 20s into the 40s. Um, it was just progressively way and way. Uh, how far can I get out? Right? How far? So I would, I think I feel like I would bounce back and forth between the idea of the world's got doing something to me, uh, or God's doing something to me. But anytime I ever thought about that, it was always the bad things. Um, and I don't know that I ever consciously recognized when the good things were happening, but I know I didn't give it credit to the world or to that God thing, you know? So when yeah. I got there, um, it was, um, I did all these good things, right? Yeah. Um, and the world and God has done all these terrible things to me, mm -hmm. or they at least let them happen. Um, so you're going to get blamed, you know? Um, and that's what I'm about. Let me figure out how, who, and where can I throw this blame at? Um, right. Uh, who can I throw it on? Yeah. Right. Um, so I got to rehab and, um, a couple guys that were in there that worked there. Um, Zach and Chris that, uh, Chris was, uh, he was a 12-step guy, and he, um, well, he gave me some truth, and he basically kind of gave me the heads up about, you know, if you don't get down with this, more than likely, you're probably going to drink and die. Um, I didn't really like that, um, but he made it real simple. He was very easy on some delivery as far as the simplicity of it. I mean, he was straightforward. He was stinging in your heart with truth. Yeah. Um, you know, he told me things like, you know, your life... <laughs> Wonder know why your life's unmanageable because you're not management material, right? Things like that where it was like, damn. But I was ready to hear it, you know, regardless of whether it hurt. And then Zach, Zach was a spiritual guy in there. Um, he was kind of like a part-timer. He was trying to put something together for the place. Nowadays, he's full-time, which is awesome. But um, he was in there talking some stuff that didn't sound very religious, Mm -hmm. um, and that was his stance too, you know, that he wasn't uh, secular, if that's the right word, I think, uh, not definitive, yeah. uh, religious, right? right. Um, and I was okay with that, you know, I was, I was, I was okay with that. Like that sounded a little better, right? It sounded a little more easy to get down with. And um, so like what about spirituality, the difference between that and religion, like what? Drew you in. I think the idea that there wasn't this, you know, I was sit kneel stand. Right? Mm -hmm. That's what I attached to Catholicism or any other church. Right? You got your, uh, you got your structure. Right? We're going. We're going to need you to do this at this time. This at this time. Right? And I'm defiant. I don't really. That I. I can't get. I. I can't get with an idea that God is up there, concerned about what I look like when I walk into church what I'm wearing. I can't, I, I can't fathom that if I don't 
sit, kneel, and stand, when everybody else sits, kneels, and stands, that something bad's going to happen to me. But um, when they talked about spirituality, they talked about this thing inside, right? And that sounded way different. Um, and truth is, is my ego probably was like, that's cool. It's in me. Awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't need to see this. But I mean, for a long time, but still, I can still have those moments of, you know, catching a, catching a moment where I think God could still be that transactional God, that Santa Claus God every now and then. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what, what the, uh, well, nothing. I mean, honestly, nothing. Um, like when I first came around, um, like I was pretty desperate. I was pretty tired. Um, so the God door, I knew I was knocking on it. Right. I knew I was, I was running out of options. Like I was running out of ideas on how to keep getting out, getting out of trouble. Um, so when it was suggested I go, you know, do some 12-step work, you know, that was like the first little speck of dust out of the wall, you know, the, the wall I had built up against God. Like, all right, I guess I'm going to have to at least go talk about this, you know, because I'm still carrying that old version. Um, but I think, like, one of the main things that I didn't even know until I uh, heard it or read it later, but it resonated with me hard, was that there was this guy, this leader in the organized religion who had, like, special powers, dude. Like, he was, like, the chosen one to um, talk to God. You know, like, the priest, bro. Like, he's the one that talks to God, and I don't get to. (laughs) <laughs> like what i can pray but like i gotta go through a priest bro what, yeah. what is he a translator yeah like what are you talking about yeah. why is he special you know egomaniac me yeah. why is this guy better than me? <laughs> um but i mean what you know what pulled me in was like you can come up with whatever you want you can come up with like it's your own god your conception of god and I was like, what is that? Like, yeah. I don't even know where to begin. It's just <laughs> something that's, you know, greater than you. Definitely better than what I had. Yeah. Something greater than you. And I was like, well, shit, there's, I mean, I'm a big water guy, right? Like, I love being on the water. I've always been drawn to water. So the ocean was an absolute no, no brainer. It's like, all right, cool. And I was living right, right by the ocean. So yeah. that, um, it seemed ridiculous to me. But that was a, a perfect starting point for me to, to realize that, you know, I am not the almighty. I am not all powerful, right? And uh, I'm not more powerful than the ocean. I mean, at the time, all I could fathom was I am not more powerful than that ocean. That ocean will kill me. Mm-hmm. If you drop me in the middle of it, I'm dead, yeah, yeah. right? So, yeah. all right, I can get down with that. And, I, and, and then, you know, I can give this thing my problems and it'll handle it for me. Okay. I could really use that right now because I have a lot of problems. Like, I have a lot of problems. And that was a little better than, you know, a lot better than go say it would have been like 6,000 Hail Marys if I gave like a true confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have taken you know, a and, lot of and, honesty. And 10,000 Our Fathers. Yeah. So, so it was easy, like, 
gateway into it that I, you know, I went kicking and screaming through it. And mentally, I was throwing up all sorts of blocks in my head. You know, this is only going to be for six months. We're just going to do this till, you know, everybody's off your back and you can go back home. Yeah. And, like, I could get some more knowledge so I can go home and talk people into, like, liking me again, basically. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, the, that was the doorway into it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember sitting in one of Zach's uh, classes. And um, he started singing this song, Everything and Nothing Less. Um, and, uh, you know, just singing it, acoustic picking on the, the guitar. Uh, and I couldn't, uh, I didn't quite understand the song. Um, I wasn't quite open to all that just yet. But I knew that it did something to me on the inside. Um, and it made me cry outwardly uh without shame in front of i mean a room full of not just other patients but a bunch of girls yeah right and and unless i'm trying to manipulate you uh i'm not just free crying like that's not how this works right i don't just cry in front of you unless i'm unless it's got a reason right i need something and i'm going to use tears um this was like free um and like you said that little there was the there was the crack, there was the crack in the wall. I mean, you gotta imagine. I was growing up and I was going to church. This was back when, and I mean, it's not, I say back and it's still going on today. They're still finding shit, but this is when the church was taking a beating yeah. over what these priests were getting caught up doing. Um, you know, still to this day, they're still uncovering some of this stuff. Um, and I was like, that that's where I, that was like in my formative years. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I even had people ask me because of when the, t- the time and era of when I was an altar boy, people asked me questions. I was like, no, no, uh, I was, I was not round long enough. You know? Um, I mean, I told my parents I was, they believed me for quite a while until they started wondering why I wasn't getting called to a uh, serve church. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was the crack right there's the wall, boom, little crack in the wall. Um, now I don't have any idea what that's about. I don't. Um, I, all I keep hearing people is talk about, you know, you, you get your feelings back, you get your feelings back, but that's not what this felt like. This felt like something had opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was more than feelings. Like I, 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 yeah, it was definitely more than feelings. And, um, you know, it was come to find out, like, I didn't know this at the time, even though I'm pretty sure he said, it, you know, cause I, I'm, I'm shot out of me. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Massacred. Mass. Um, yeah, falling in love yeah. with like brooms and stuff <laughs> <laughs> i had you say I had, hi to me i'm in love with you and yeah. you're the one at least three soulmates yeah oh my god same <laughs> i was only there for 20 days too <laughs> yeah. probably why they asked me to leave no only only three <laughs> yeah. in 20 days but i would find out that that song was a song about surrender mm. right? um, i mean this is how shot out i was the song says in it many times that it's talking about surrender but i don't get it i just hear everything and nothing less um, i actually have that on my arm today uh, it's one of the tattoos i have um, i'm not even sure i knew the true meaning when i got the tattoo but i knew that that was a point in my life where something changed you know and i can look back um and remember that the way it was approached was from the way i needed it to be approached and that was this is not See, now I've, 
I've made peace with religion. Um, I've sat in churches and felt at home. Um, it's not it's not my thing, right? Um, but that's not for a reason anymore. It's just because well, right now I work on Sunday, right? Um, I could imagine, you know. But that was a pretty cool experience. I was at, uh, I think it was St. Peter's Cathedral up in New York. They had just finished. With your mom? No. Oh, okay. No, no. This was uh, with an ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. We had gone up there, and they had just finished the uh, all the reconstruction they were doing on her, and she wanted to get her rosary blessed. I was like, come on. You know, let's go in there and let's catch mass. It was like holiday season. You know, I mean, that's where it's come from, right? It started out in that moment in that room where I could cry in front of those people to where I'm saying, hey, let's go catch the mat. And I go, and I, if I'm available and I can, I go to church with my mom when I'm back home, you know? And yeah. I feel, like I said, I feel it. I feel at home. I'm at peace with it. You know? I can see it now today. That was just my warped, uh, a skewed version of uh, what I was hearing. Um, but it was also, it's also a telltale sign of what my, idea of God was, right? I put, I put these spiritual principles on the humans, right? Like you were talking about this one person, this priest, you know, and then there's the one almighty one called Pope, right? Yeah. And, and, and there's <laughs> yeah. a whole ladder going right. upwards, right? And, and each one of them seemed to be doing some really off-center crap, right? Um, and I'm attaching all these spiritual principles, these God things to these people, right? And I'm attaching these human characteristics to this God thing, right? And I had that all backwards, right? Um, and that's why I can look back now and see that um, that's why I had those thoughts. That's why I had that view because I, I, had things, I had things mixed up. I just had them turn the wrong way. You know, just like I thought the idea of God was doing all the bad and I was doing all the good. <laughs> yeah, a little backwards, right? <laughs> Real backwards. It's a lot of, I mean, a lot of stuff happened between um you know having that moment in the rehab i had a this is how blocked off i was right how how high this wall was i was in the same guy's meeting i was in but i would go there on sundays because there was nothing else in the morning to people watch and i would judge (laughs) everybody in there right and i'd be like look at these people man like look i can't believe them now this is the second time i'm in in two months i mean i got out put three weeks together and i'm back in and i'm judging everybody in church on sunday (laughs) and he's singing and he and he would do this thing where he would go around and the music would be playing and he would pray over everybody and i was in the back i was at this circle table i was right in the middle actually but like towards the back and um i was like oh man i gotta put my head down like pretend i'm praying and i'm like (laughs) All I'm thinking about is like, what's he gonna say? All I'm thinking about to me, right? Like, what's he gonna say when he gets to me? And he gets to me, man, and he's got both his hands on my shoulder, and he's just like, he starts in his way, right, praying, and and like he starts getting loud, and he starts talking about bridges being burned, and help you know help him restore the bridges he's burned. And, dude, I had a warm feeling in my the pit of my chest. And I was like, what is happening? Did I just get drugged? <laughs> and, I, and I, like, snapped my head up. And I was like, what the fuck was that? 
and I'm I'm scientifically trying to maybe it's a reaction to the drugs. Maybe I don't know what that was. That was crazy, right? And the only person I told was my therapist, who I had just told four out in four hours my entire life story and zero god in there. And I tell her this, and she's like, "What?" And I was like, "Dude, I don't know. It was the craziest shit ever." But it's immediately gone. I just chalked it up to like I had a bad physical reaction because I'm dying, right? Because mm-hmm. I've been drinking myself to death. Yeah. Right. So then, um, I mean looking back on that now right yeah i mean that was just like a yo i'm here mm-hmm. like you're getting closer mm-hmm. right. i'm here and yeah. and you know i just i shook it off then. and that's when i wound up down there you know down in ventner yeah and you know came across our paths crossed mm-hmm. yeah i find it uh it's crazy because i mean to to go from staunch on one side so anti uh, that idea of like um, not only is it a crutch but y'all are soft and weak um, there's some more vulgar words that I used to use back then yeah, about dude. what those people to me were right um, to sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, to what to how I see it today, right? To to know that there's not there's not this thing out there that's trying to make my life worse, unless that thing is this ego and this disease that I suffer from. That's what's out there trying to make this life worse. Has been always, right? To have to know that there's something out there that's loving and protecting, whatever that means. Like I can't come up with the picture, which is probably good. Right, because the picture used to be that old white dude. Yeah. Right, and now it's evolving into just well, whatever it is. I can't describe it. I know that I've had thousands of experiences that tell me it's real. Right. Um, I remember dude was breaking it down to me one time, and he said, "Man, you want to be all scientific about this?" He said, "We can get scientific about this. Let's look at." uh, we can look at these steps scientifically even, right? He said, you know, these, here's the hypothesis. This is going to work for you. Or I hope that it works for you. Or I think this may work for me. That type of deal, right? He said, and then we take the experiment. We take these steps. And they already give you their conclusion at the end. And it says you'll have a spiritual awakening, right? And that's the conclusion. Now let's see what your conclusion is when you go through this and do this experiment. Um, and he was right, right? Because I come out the other end and I have had an awakened spirit and continue to, um, which <laughs> you told me this five years ago. You told me this three years ago. Dude. I don't even use the word God until now. Now I don't use any other word. Mm-hmm. Right? And I make the little joke because I'm still a little ultra sensitive about being spiritual. And I'd be like, oh, I just use it because it's simple and easy. <laughs> no, nah, it's because I feel it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I still get the twinge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still get the twinge. I'm like, God. You know? Especially when I'm around. Um, especially when I'm around people I don't, you know, I don't know if they get down. Yeah. With it. I don't know if they fuck with God. Because mm-hmm. I used to be that. And I know how I reacted if you brought up God around me, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, the experience, is, it was all experience. It was experienced nonstop. Until the, it got to the point 
where I couldn't deny it anymore. Yeah. It was undeniable. Yeah. And I was out of, you know, I heard something yesterday that, that Shia LaBeouf said. Like in that, he said it in there. He's like, you're out of places to go. I am everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you can't run anymore. I am everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's like the spot I got to. And yeah. the way I described it was, you know, I, I just kept having these experiences. Um, I think we'll get into more of that next time, right? What, what, yeah. let, what led up, you know, from that, um, the walls, the, the first speck yeah. of dust falling out of the wall to, um, to, to where we're at now or yeah which is like I mean, kicking on a podcast talking about god dude what, crazy right i was thinking about it today i was like you're really about to go talk about god on the podcast bro like what is this life what is this much better than the one i used to have oh when, I, when i when i judged people about god what did i just see the other day uh is uh hold on i gotta i gotta pull this up uh-huh. This one was good, because uh, it, it it's me, right? It's me today. Sometimes right? it can still be me. It's a waste of time to take God's inventory, right? Because that's what I do. I I put on a judge, jury, and executioner of what God's got going on. Because it don't look the way it's supposed to look. See, and that's some. That's what that's what I came from. That's where I was at spiritually. You know. This shit don't look right, God. Now, I don't understand that later on, all those things that happened to me became extremely useful. And, and not just to me, but to others. I can share this stuff with no burden from it and how useful it is to these other individuals that come across this journey with me. Right? Um, see, God's plan don't... And it didn't look right. right? <laughs> yeah. That inventory I was taking, that's what I was doing. I was judging that, in, I was judging that journey. Right? This your timing ain't right. Uh, your delivery is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh, man. You know, stuff like that. Like, it just, it, I just, and I look back today and uh, I can laugh at that, right? Yeah. I can sit here and say, uh, you know, I just did this exercise recently where it allowed me to see how, how God was actually walking with me during all of it, even those times where I was trying to put it on him wrong. Ain't this cool? Yeah, I um, you know, I think next time I'm gonna we'll, we'll dive into that. Mm-hmm. You know, because you said you saw it all coming together, right? With the your past becoming useful, which is the yeah. whole the whole game, pretty much. You know, yeah, being absolutely. able to turn our darkest dark into the lightest light mm. and help other people with it. Amen. Um, and man, I had a moment where I physically looked over my shoulder at work. And I saw my past line up behind me to put me <laughs> right where I was standing right there. Right. And the piece that washed over me of you are exactly where you need to be right now. And you always have been. Mm. And you always will be. No matter what it looks like. And just, I mean, I get dude, I'm just covered in chills <laughs> right now. Right. Cause it was like the realest shit I ever experienced in my life. Yeah. I think we'll dive into that next time. Absolutely. Good shit, brother. Great shit. All right. Just want to thank you all for joining us on this ride today. We hope you heard something that uh, perhaps might spark a fire in y'all just to become a seeker. Right? Uh, Be out there seeking, man. Good shit. All right. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. Love you.